How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, I am back kicking off our Week 9 coverage, taking a look at the Bears' opponents, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Before I introduce myself and get into this episode, I would like to say, if you want Bears content every day of the week, we're kicking off our Week 9 coverage starting now. It's going to look a lot different than what our content normally looks like on a week-to-week basis. We're implementing some new series, doing some new things, trying to get you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web, wherever you are listening, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow, and we're going to be bringing you guys Bears Steelers and other Bears content throughout the week. I am your host, Chris Malpe, riding solo today. Feels good to be back. I'm sorry if I sound a little bit under the weather, uh, but it's been a pretty good weekend. You know, that 49ers game wasn't the greatest. Uh, I was at the Colts Titans game in week eight, and that was a heck of a game that ended on a game winning field goal in overtime for the Tennessee Titans. So a great one there. Uh, A little bit backed up under the weather after a big Halloween weekend. But I am excited to be here to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers today. The Bears obviously Hopefully need a win coming into this one at three and five, but um, I'm not even sure what to expect at this point with the state of the team and Matt Nagy and all, but let's hop right into it. The Bears on a Monday night football this week, that'll be November 8th, 8 p.m. Eastern time, visit Heinz Field to take on the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers who are two and two at home coming off a win against the Cleveland Browns ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Bears a 31.9% chance to win this one, putting the Steelers at 67.9% chance. Taking a look at the line right now, the Bears are currently six and a half point underdogs with the over under for this game at 40 points. You guys know how this series works. If you don't already, we take a look at the opposing team's offense and defense. I'll share my thoughts on them a bit. And then at the end of the at the end of the episode, talk a little bit about whether or not I think the Bears have a chance in this one because obviously they are going into Pittsburgh riding on a three-game losing streak and are also one and three on the road. All right, taking a look at the Steelers' offense, and I'm sorry also, this is like really early in the morning when I'm recording this, but got to get some things done and I'm excited to be back recording content for you guys. But the Steelers' offense is allowing 18.9 points or is scoring 18.9 points per game. They have averaged 340.4 points per game offensively. Big Ben Roethlisberger averaging 254.4 passing yards a game, and they are also putting up about 86 rushing yards per game on the ground. Taking a look at the Steelers' statistical seasonal leaders, Ben Roethlisberger, obviously one of the greatest to ever do it. I guess you could say top 10 to ever do it. Uh, His time to retire might be coming soon, but he's put together a decent season. He's 175 for 269, 1,781 passing yards, eight touchdowns and four interceptions for him, leading the way on the ground for Pittsburgh. The rookie phenom of the first-round pick, Najee Harris out of Alabama, 128 carries, 479 yards, three touchdowns for him. Leading Pittsburgh's receiving corps is going to be Deontay Johnson with Juju Smith-Schuster out for the season. 40 receptions, 474 yards, and three touchdowns for him. Taking a look at the rest of their offense, they've still got uh, Chase Claypool as the number two wide receiver. And then James Washington is going to slide up at number three. So pretty solid receiving corps. For them, they also have Kalen Balaj and Anthony McFarland, as well as Benny Snell behind Najee Harris. So some solid running back depth 
there in Pittsburgh at tight end. Another rookie, Pat Fryermuth. Uh, he started to put together quite some noise. Uh, Pittsburgh fans really do love him. And with Eric Ebron being hurt, I'm not sure whether or not he's going to play in this game. Uh, the opportunities are going to be coming a ton for Fryermuth there. So taking a look at their offensive line and the rest of what they got, they've got Derek Watt, obviously, of TJ Watt and JJ Watt's family at fullback. And then Trey Turner, Kendrick Green, Kevin Dotson, Dan Moore, and Chukwama Okorafer at right tackle. So overall, man, uh, taking a look at this Steelers offense, I think it's an offense that definitely revolves around rookies. Uh, We've seen Najee Harris have quite the season, and he's made quite the impact in the receiving game so far out of the backfield to be able to lead the Steelers team down the field and be able to put up some points. Fryermuth has also been a great addition for them. Ben Roethlisberger looks Deontay Johnson's way a lot, regardless of whether or not Juju Smith-Schuster's on the field. Johnson's a really clean route runner, doesn't essentially have the size of someone like Jalen Johnson's gone up against in these last couple of weeks, like a Debo Samuel, a Mike Evans, a Devontae Adams, but he can still make plays. So Deontay Johnson is one of the most underrated receivers in the league. In my uh, in my opinion, and I think he's going to come to play on Monday night. He's going to need to if the Steelers' offense wants to move the ball. We've seen them struggle move the ball, moving the ball uh, in some games. In some of their recent games that they've lost, they've had a shaky start to the season. Pittsburgh, that is, but they're riding in on a three-game win streak where they beat the Denver Broncos and escape the comeback beat the Seattle Seahawks, escape the comeback, and beat the Cleveland Browns, and also once again escape, escape the comeback. But we've seen them struggle against some better defenses. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they lost to the Bengals 24-10, to lost to Green Bay 27-17. to That's a similar score we saw the Bears have against Green Bay with a 10-point margin. So uh, the Steelers' offense has struggled at times. I'll give them that. Uh, and I do think the Bears will have a chance to shut them down. It's going to hurt. If the Bears don't have Khalil Mack back, we're not sure if he's going to go on injured reserve or not. But regardless, if you can get some pressure on Big Ben, uh, you can definitely cause him into some errors and you can cause this Steelers offense some troubles because if you let Najee Harris run all over you like you did Elijah Mitchell in Week 8, you're definitely going to be in for some problems because that rookie out of Alabama definitely isn't playing around and has quite the season so far. Let's take a look at Pittsburgh's defense, though. They have allowed 20.3 points per game to opposing teams and 362.3 yards per game on average to opposing teams. They're allowing 256.3 yards through the air and hundred in 106 exactly on the ground to opposing teams. They run a base 3-4 defense, and they definitely have some recognizable names uh, riddled throughout their defense, so let's take a look at it. They've got Chris Wormley at defensive end, Cameron Hayward also on the other side, one of the greaters, one of the greater players to ever do it. Uh, he's been in Pittsburgh and has been a staple of that good defense for quite some time. TJ Watt obviously is a phenom for them alongside Devin Bush and Joe Schobert, as well as Alex Highsmith. The Bears are going to definitely run into some problems with Watt like they have with elite pass rushers in previous weeks. And then a pretty good secondary man, Joe Hayden leading the way at their cornerback position, as well as Cameron Sutton, and then Terrell Edmonds. And then at free safety, they've got one of the best in the league with Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, so, you know, they've been holding opponents in the last couple of weeks. They've been keeping opponents in check, allowing 15 point or allowing only 10 points to the Browns, 
Uh, they did enough against the Seahawks to be able to win. Uh, and same goes for the Broncos. So I am a little worried about what the Bears offense is going to be able to do this week. Uh, they're one of the most inconsistent units in the entire league. And I'm not sure that they're going to be able to get it done, but I think I'm as confident in the Bears defense this week as I am in the Bears offense. This is why I believe the Bears will be able to slow down Ben Roethlisberger. And we also saw, in my opinion, Justin Fields put together one of his best performances of the entire season in week eight against the San Francisco 49ers. He was making smart decisions. He was being concise. He was using his legs. I think if he continues to do that, the Bears will have a chance offensively to be able to move the ball downfield in this one. We've also seen Chicago put together a pretty consistent rushing attack. They're up to averaging 136.6 rushing yards per game. And while they have been over-reliant on the run, it's led them to some solid, concise, or not concise, some solid, lengthy, and steady drives into opponent territory. We saw that against the 49ers, and they'll hopefully be able to repeat it this week against the Steelers defense that's allowing 106 rushing yards per game. So I think we're going to see another heavy hand of carries for Khalil Herbert before the Bears uh, obviously head into the bye here once we move down the stretch. But, um, you know, the Steelers' defense is a solid unit. You're going to have to hopefully double-team double guys like T.J. Watt. I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about someone trying to hold their own against, uh, obviously, as I said earlier, a Devin Bush or a Cameron Hayward. But, you know, I do think you can move the ball against the Steelers' defense. The Bears, once again, I mean, haven't been able to get the passing game going whatsoever, only averaging 157.6 passing yards per game. But we have seen Justin Fields continue to improve. And while obviously I want the Bears to win, and I do think this is a winnable game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, you've got to hope for Justin Fields to continue to progress, to continue to play well, uh, and put up a fight like we did last week against the 49ers, because uh, I definitely think this is a beatable team, even though the Steelers are trending upwards. So hopefully the Bears will be able to put up a good fight in this one and maybe come out on top against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Before we go, let's just talk a little bit more about what specifically the Bears need to do if they want to win in this one. And we'll get into it a little bit more in the week if we do three key matchups or anything like that. Um, but you got to let Justin Fields continue to run the offense uh, and let him use his legs. We saw him have over 100 rushing yards last week, which was huge in that game uh, against the 49ers. We saw that 22-yard scramble touchdown. I think it was the best play of the entirety of Week 8. You got to let him use his legs. Uh, because he's the best athlete on the field in most situations. Uh, also, I think you got to shut down Najee Harris. I think this game's going to be big in terms of how rookies play. Uh, the Steelers' offense has been really reliant on Harris, not only in the rushing game, but also in the passing game. Uh, I believe he's had quite the amount of receptions the last couple of weeks overall. So if you can shut him down in the running game and make Ben Roethlisberger, someone who's proven to be inconsistent, beat you, I think the Bears are in for a pretty close game. So shutting down Najee Harris is going to be huge in this one. If you're Chicago, the last couple of weeks, uh, I believe in the last two weeks, he's had 10 receptions. He also had a week in week three where he had 14 receptions. So if you can shut him down in the receiving game, that's going to be big. We've seen opposing running backs really gash the Bears the last couple of weeks with Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, and Elijah Mitchell. So if we can somehow contain the running back, I think the Bears could be in for a good game. And then offensively, man, uh, you drafted Justin Fields 11th overall for a reason. Let him go out there and rip it. Let him do his thing. 
and accept any consequences that come with it because this kid has a bright future in the NFL. We've seen some spark plays, some spark moments from him. You got to keep letting him do his thing, and hopefully he can lead the Bears to a win. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Meet the Opponents. If you haven't already, do me a favor, drop a like, subscribe, follow. Uh, we're going to be bringing you guys week nine coverage every day of the week, covering the Bears and the Steelers. If you want more from us, head to our website, beardown.com. If you'd like to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can find it on each platform at Down. Once again, our website, beardown.com, and our social media at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of my social media pages down in the description, my Instagram and Twitter pages. It's another great way to interact with me. You can see what I've got going on, and you can see my thoughts on all things Bears, the National Football League, and the entirety of Chicago sports. <coughs> Excuse me. I guess if I had any last words to say, uh, it's unfortunate how the Bears are playing, but it's good to see the Bulls having some success. I believe moving to 6-1 and one last night with a pretty big win over the Boston Celtics in which they outscored them what had to have been like 40-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Uh, so that was a fun one to see. Two games against the Sixers coming up soon. Um... Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Uh, I was I was happy with how Justin Fields played last weekend. I'm hoping we can have a more competitive game this week. Uh, maybe come out on top because I'm so used to the Bears getting absolutely bashed in prime time. But it should be an interesting game. You know, I think if the defense can step up, and man, they weren't able to last week, so it's going to be on them. Uh, we could be in for an interesting one. So, guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe, and Bears fans, as always. Do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.